Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to the Battleground Podcast. First, today, I want to ask you a favor. If you love this podcast, please help me by sharing it with like-minded people all over the country. Here's why. We're now at 80,000 downloads, i.e. streams, listens to, whatever you want to call it, a month. If we can get it up to 100,000, I'll get to use Odyssey's promotion plan, which will promote Battleground across the country in all of our markets. This podcast has what everybody needs to know every day. Now all we need is 20,000 more people a month to listen to it. And I'll get the same level of promotion from Odyssey that Hollywood stars, Rachel Maddow, all the liberal talking heads get for their podcast. And this thing will explode. We're right on the cusp of it. Again, we've taken it to 80,000. 20 more is nothing. So please share it on your social media. Send it to like-minded friends and family all over the country. Ask them to subscribe, whether to the podcast on the Odyssey app, or they can just subscribe wherever they listen to podcasts. We're everywhere. Thanks again for listening. Okay, let's jump in. Look, this podcast could be about things we've never seen before every day because we're living in unprecedented times when things that would have been unthinkable 10 years ago happen every single day. I can't even keep up with them. We saw a thing just like that. Even 10 years ago, folks, think about this. It would have been unthinkable for the leader of a Western nation to stand before the UN and demand speech controls, worldwide speech controls as the norm in Western nations. Sure, dictators occasionally said stuff like that at the UN, but never one of us. Well, Jacinda Ardern, leader of New Zealand, just did. Going so far as to call online speech a weapon of war. At what point here we're going to wake up? I don't know. But we have an opportunity here to ensure that these particular weapons of war do not become an established part of warfare. Understand, she's talking about free speech online. And she's saying to the UN, well, fortunately, we now have the tools to shut up everyone who disagrees with us. We just need the courage to use them. But there is cause for optimism. Because for every new weapon we face, there is a new tool to overcome it. We have the means. We just need the collective will. A couple things to understand about this. Who has the means? Who's she talking about? All of these companies that host online speech. The Googles, the Facebooks, the Twitters, even the Getters, the Gabs. They're all what? American. American. 
And what has happened here? Our chief export is becoming from America, not just big tech, but totalitarian style censorship all over the world of the world's people. And let me remind you where it started, how it started, who it started with. Yeah, sure, the Democrats do it. But who greenlighted it? Again, that was the Republican leadership, most specifically Mitch McConnell, when he says nothing as conservatives in his party are censored. And Kevin McCarthy, minority leader in the House, never forget this. He was caught on tape. He didn't know he was being recorded. Talking to Liz Cheney and number two, Steve Scalise and GOP leadership in the House about how to get members of Congress who were openly questioning the results of the 2020 election censored on social media. The Republican leaders made a critical error. See, when conservatives are censored, it's good for them because they're moderates. They figured this would be great. They could blame the Democrats for it and reap all the benefits, but it's metastasized, grown beyond our borders. It's spreading out of control until it ended up at the lectern at the UN with Jacinda Ardern speaking of making it policy, of making it the norm to censor those, i.e. non-liberals they disagree with. This is how fast this cancer has spread from the GOP leadership, merely allowing it to this becoming a world norm sponsored by, exported by our tech companies. And this week, you saw where we're headed. First, Jacinda Ardern, wannabe dictator, explained how this censorship should be used to force agreement by denying the other side the ability to make any kind of argument on the most major issues of our time. After all, how do you successfully end a war If people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal, but noble. How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they are subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? She's talking about the the complete silencing of people who would question global warming. The complete silencing of whole sides in wars. Wars are weird, messy, and gray. They always are. The total silencing of anybody who is a victim, arguably, of war crimes. Folks, this is horrific. And listen to this. She describes this as a light touch approach before the UN. Again, listen to her describe this as a light touch approach. As leaders, we're rightly concerned that even the most light-touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted as being hostile to the values of free speech that we value so highly. But here's the shock of it. No one criticized her. Not Democrats, not Republicans, not other Western leaders. No one. Again, folks, this stilted, censored culture has become America's main export because so much of the world's communication runs across our tech. The companies are all American. So this injects this woke culture unquestionably into country after country with no ability to fight back and facing censorship if you try. This is why our culture, as projected by Google and our tech companies, has become malignant. It's a danger to the world. Any country that rejects it will be a better country, a freer country, a fairer country. And it pains me to say that. 
because these norms allowed by the Republicans, propagated by the Democrats, have now become the norms in the world. Want an example? A chilling, terrifying example? I'll give you one. Because this just happened too, with no condemnation. And we're not just talking about silencing nutty people or QAnon conspiracy theorists. We're talking about erasing heads of state for wrong think. I just on Tuesday in a battleground podcast called The Fight to Live in Reality, it's one of the best I've done lately, covered a small two-minute clip of one of her speeches from 2019 in which she defines the fight of our time. And it's one to live in reality. She says fire will be used to fight for the fact that two plus two equals four. Swords will be drawn over the fact that leaves are green. She's talking about the great pretending which Jacinda Ardern wants to force on us all. It will be mandatory if you want personhood in the new world they're creating to deny reality. That is the price of existence. It is, in a way, self-erasure. It was a powerful two-minute clip. It took the internet by storm. It went viral. And that's the weird part. It's old. It's from 2019. It's been sitting there on YouTube the whole time since she gave it never causing a problem. But as people the world over who just want to be free embraced it and listened to it, it was banned by Google-owned YouTube for a violation of their community standards. And why was it suddenly a violation when it hadn't been before? Because she won. Because she asserted reality. And thus far, no other world leader has stepped up to condemn her cancellation, making this par for the course. Want another sign of where things are going? Okay. The group Gays Against Groomers just got deplatformed by Venmo and PayPal. Here's the thing about this group. They're not conservative. Not by a long shot. They have transgender allies. They support transgender transitions, including surgeries. They support the use of pronouns and gender identity. All of it. So what do they oppose? Transitioning children who aren't old enough to consent, biologically transitioning them. That's it. And yet they were almost immediately deplatformed off Twitter as well. Now here's the scary part. This group, if it could be described as anything, is liberal. Their main point of objection isn't even moral. They fully support the trans agenda for those 18 and over. They'll defend it. No, their beef is only that woke elite white liberals have hijacked the LGBTQ movement in pushing permanent surgeries, changes for underage youth, and that that is changing a population that has learned to cheer for gay people and support gay people um, and made them begin to dislike gay people again. Literally, they don't like the dent it is making in their image. Here, I'll let lesbian Jamie Mitchell, head of the group, explain. She did on Fox News. Obviously, we are not homophobic. We're not transphobic. We don't care what adults do. Um, obviously, we literally just don't want this happening to children and especially not being done in our name because the backlash against us is growing. You know, I, I launched Gays Against Groomers for two reasons. First and foremost is to protect the kids, to stop the sexualization, indoctrination and medicalization, otherwise known as mutilation of children. Um, but also, you know, to try and reclaim our good standing in society, which 
we achieved not that long ago. All we wanted were equal rights, um, and the activists, yes. the radical woke mob has hijacked our community, many of whom aren't even part of the community. They use it to push this through. And it's really, you know, it's making all of us look bad. So I wanted to show that the majority of gay people and also trans people just are not on board with this. And um, to just differentiate between us, um, to try and save ourselves too. She was canceled too, along with her group, just like the new Italian Prime Minister, Georgia Maloney, which is kind of ironic because that's exactly what she just said, what Maloney was saying. I want to call myself woman, not gender X. I want to call myself mother, not parent X. I want to call myself a member of a family because that makes me unique. I want to be who I am, not a faceless member of the mob by force. That's exactly what Jamie Mitchell is saying. They both got canceled. Again, this kind of censorship is now our number one export. It's totalitarianism. I never thought it'd come from America. And it's got to stop now. This must be the first, foremost, most important battle of the next round of GOP leadership. Should they ever take control again? Nothing is more important than this. Because we will never win another argument or on another issue again. If the Jacinda Ardens of the world, the totalitarians who promise a light touch, but would deliver anything but get their way using our tech. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.